This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hi there. Welcome to Episode 7 of Small Talk. I'm your host, Michelle Smallman, and I know we already dropped a podcast this week. Episode 6 debuted a couple days ago. If you haven't listened to it already, make sure and check it out. It's with Sean Evans, the host of Hot Ones, which is the incredible internet interview show where he sits down with with celebrities and he eats hot wings with them. It's an awesome show. It's an awesome conversation with Sean. If you haven't heard it, please download and let me know what you think about it. You can tweet me at msmallm2 with your feedback on that, but... For all of you OG listeners to the Post Show Pod, to Small Talk, you know that the Post Show Pod squad, we've had a little difference of opinion on something. I am very into fortune telling and to gypsies and to tarot cards and had told Steve Cerruti and Tommy Freeze Pops about this experience I had with this world-renowned gypsy in Connecticut, how she told my fortune and it was so spot on that a lot of the things she told me actually came true. So they've been giving me a hard time about it. I was able to finally book Steve an appointment with the gypsy. She was a little elusive. She played hard to get. It was hard to get on her schedule. I finally was able to set it up. So Rudy went and saw the gypsy. It was an hour-long conversation. He's going to recap that for us. But, you know, just a little programming note. I know we normally do three random things off the top with Tommy Freeze Pops. But since this is an emergency podcast, we are just going to get right into the conversation with Saruti about his gypsy experience. And that is coming up next. Take 101 ESPN on the go with the all-new 101 Sports app. See the latest videos, listen to podcasts, and join the conversation with the 101 Sports app. Well, I am so thrilled to have Steve Cerruti and Tommy Freeze Pops, Tom Carroll, joining me. The Post Show Pod Squad back together, but this pod is a a little more significant for me uh, on some various reasons that we'll explain. But hey, guys, what's going on? What's up? What's up? Okay, so for those of you who may not have caught it, we need to go back in time a little bit so I can lay the groundwork for what we're about to discuss So a couple months ago when I was still in Bristol working for ESPN and working with Steve, I went and saw a gypsy and this gypsy (laughs) rocked my world. Okay. She told my fortune. She's also an angel reader. She does a little bit of tarot cards and the things that she knew about my family and about my personal life and about my career were really shocking. They were very, very accurate. And a lot of the things, even now looking back, that she said would happen in my life, I thought, oh, yeah, that's a crock. Okay, whatever, have actually manifested. They've, they've come true. So on a, on a previous pod, we had talked about this and you know, Steve and Tom are very skeptical of fortune tellers, of gypsies in general. And I am standing by my girl and my experience. So I said on the pod, I'm going to book this for you, Steve. I'm going to set it all up. All you have to do is show up and be there. And so, first of all, it was very tough to, like, track down this gypsy and get time with her. I'd been trying to do this for, like, two weeks. She's pretty elusive. But we got it. Steve went on Monday, and we have a gypsy update. Steve, the floor is yours. Yeah, listen, it was – I go into this stuff with an open mind. So I, while I didn't really necessarily believe anything she said to you was true, and I told you, like, I think she just kind of can say vague things and then you kind of buy into it, I was totally open to it, and I was excited about it. And this woman was great, so we can get into that a little bit more. But she was – I could have talked to her for hours. Like, she was super cool. And my the best part about it, I think, was that she didn't care whether or not I believed any of this stuff. Like, she was just basically like, here's what I'm telling you. I'm not going to try to prove it to you. This is just what's, you know, coming into my mind. And I actually respected the hell out of that because, like, I, she, it's not, she wasn't trying to persuade me to believe anything. She was just like, take it or leave it. And I kind of respected the hell out of that. 
No, I'm with you, Steve. And when we were talking prior to this, and I was having a tough time tracking down this woman, Tom said to me, well, let's just call a, a fortune teller and we'll get them and we'll do it live on the pod. And I said, no, I I had a very specific experience with this woman. Mm-hmm. This woman is great. And I, I want Steve to go in and believe the way that I no, believed. I know why. Because she was like, she was great. She, she was, was aw- she's awesome, right? And so I have to say that I was driving the other day, and this was on Monday, the day that you were going, and I was going to a workout class, and I'm listening to the Will Kane show. Shout out, Will Kane. And here, Will Kane threw out a break saying, a member of the staff is going to see a fortune teller tonight. We're going to tell you about it next. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to be late to my class so I can sit and listen to this tease. <laughs> and then you get you get on the air, you explain the situation, and you're like, yeah, I told Michelle I can't believe that she believes this stuff and that you know she would base any life decisions on this or be influenced in any way. And so I sit here today feeling very vindicated that you went and had this experience with this woman. Yeah, so... Uh, listen, I'm, I don't know if, if like, I, like you said, life decisions. I don't know if this is going to impact anything that I do or change anything that I was going to do in the future, but it was honestly just fun to hear about it. If I was a zero before this, I, I said to a few people, I'm probably like a two now. Unbelieving. But, no, oh. but think about it. I was a zero, and now I'm like sort of – I'm questioning I'm – qu- she said some stuff to me that – like I know a lot of people are like, oh, she probably knows your first and last name. Just Google stuff, and you'll be able to figure it out. And that's true on some of the things that she may have said. But there were a few things that there's there's no way she could have just Googled. And it wasn't like she was just throwing a bunch of stuff at a wall and then it was like, okay, well, a couple of things hit. She hit on a lot of things. She hit on a lot of very specific things with my family, with my career, with people I know here at work <laughs> um, that like kind of shook me to the core a little bit. Now, I'm not easily persuaded. My fiance Maddie, was with me. She is totally with you, Michelle, like thinks that this is 100% real. And she literally – because the – the gypsy basically was like, oh, you got – the best part about it – well, not the best part. The best part for Maddie was she was like, oh, you two have been together, my fiancé and I, in past lives. And <laughs> the, the universe couldn't even rip you apart if it tried to. So she was pretty excited about that part. Um, and she was you know, she jokingly, she's like, okay, now I can finally marry you. Yeah, with an um, impending wedding. That's <laughs> yeah, good to know. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So that, you know, that's cool to hear. And the, the funny thing is like there were a couple things – even about my life before Maddie that she brought up about like exes and thorns in my side, which were definitely true. Um, and and she, and she had no shame. Fun. She wasn't she wasn't just trying to pander to be like, oh, you guys are awesome. Your life's going to be so great. You're going to have like this many kids and you're going to be super rich. Like there were some things in there that she said that were a little bit awkward and that were definitely true. So I don't know what to believe because every, listen, everybody's got an ex. Everyone's got career problems. Everybody's got this stuff, blah, 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 blah. And every, you know, she, she obviously she saw the wedding ring on Maddie's hand so, or the, the engagement ring on Maddie's hand. So she knew kind of what the deal was. But there were very specific things that, that did sort of shake me to my core. OK, well, I want to dive into that. So quickly, though. When I called to set it up, I just said my name was Michelle. I gave no last name, and I mm-hmm. just said my friend Steve is coming. So she couldn't have Googled you. She had no last name, nothing. Okay, good. N- knew we nothing were, about you. We weren't sure about that. Okay. Yeah, nothing. Um, so Tom and I have both listened to the audio. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, it's like an hour plus long. It was an hour and eight minutes, and I listened <laughs> to the entire thing. Commitment. We both took notes, right, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was super into it. Hey, I mean, I'm here for your questions. Okay. Yeah. Well, I want to first talk about a couple things that she said that really blew my mind and I think blew your mind and Tom's mind as well, specifically about your grandparents. So like Mm -hmm. I said, one of the things that she does in addition to reading um, tarot cards is she reads angels and spirits around her. And she said some things about both of your grandpas that you can't just make up. You, there's no Mm -hmm. way you could pull that out from thin air. 
Yeah, and well, to start too, when I walked in, she said, "There's a woman that walked in with you," and my reaction was just like, "Hmm, okay." Yeah, very skeptical. <laughs> so really, like, "Hmm, okay." And I, you know, like, I didn't really want to ask like who it was right away because I didn't know if that was part of the, the deal or whatever. So we we kind of got into that later. And I've been lucky in life to not have a ton of tragedy or, or or deaths, knock on wood. And but but I did I did lose all of my grandparents relatively early in life. Um, I got to know. Uh, two of my grandparents, uh, a grandma and a grandpa, until I was in high school. But before that, it was I think I was three when when my other grandpa, grandma and grandpa died. So um, I did I did want to know specifically about my grandpa Kai, who was who was a big influence on my life. So I I basically said, hey, is he there? Could I talk to him? Blah blah blah. And she she gave me some pretty interesting information that was very accurate on my grandpa Kai. Well, what did she say? Tell so, the, tell so, the people. So first she was like um, talking about like you know who is who's into sports, right? And my grandpa Kai was a big Yankee fan, and he was really into golf. So she, she kind of got into that, and, and that's very you know a lot of grandparent grandpas for sons are are into golf and sports. So that wasn't like super specific, but she did say you know he's on a golf course, and she brought up golf very early. And he, my grandpa was a huge golf guy. He was um, he worked at a golf course. He was obsessed with watching golf. He played golf. He was one of the reasons that I was on the golf team in high school and 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 started playing golf early in life. So that's that was like a nice minor hit to start. And I was kind of feeling, I was like, okay, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, she also kind of nailed my other grandfather who, like I said, passed away when I was three, um, who, and she, she's like, who's, who's a cook? And my grandfather, my grandpa Joe on my dad's side was a, uh, was a cook in the Korean war and was just a good cook period. He was a big guy. loved to eat. Um, so he, she kind of nailed it, but those are like kind of minor things. And then I don't know if we want to play the audio about the thing that sort of blew my mind. Oh, but if you have it, let's yeah, play. Yeah, I have it ready. So this is one thing that she brought up about my grandpa Kai that's absolutely spot on. And this is the kind of the thing, the one thing that shook me to my core. Here we go. I have these donuts here. Donuts? That's a that's a good one. Uh, so my we used to always go to my grandpa Kai's uh, every Sunday for donuts, for donuts. coffee and donuts. Aww. Yeah, that was like a family staple for you a long know, time. I was just doing this. It's like. He's expecting you. <laughs> like, it's just the way his whole gesture was like lit up when you walk in. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's a good. He's a great guy. He was. And it was like every that was a, that was our family staple every Sunday. And it hasn't Sunday. really happened since then, to be honest with you. Since he passed. He knows. He knows. Oh my gosh! Wow. That, that you can't weird, make that man. up. I, I mean, that I I was I was shook. I mean, I was shook after that. Like, she had landed a couple of jabs, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, interesting. And that was kind of the knockout punch, like, about a half hour in, where I was like, that's something that you don't just make up. And that was spot freaking on. Like, honestly, if I if, if you had mentioned things about my grandfather or something to, like, make sure that you knew that it was him, that's one of the things that you would that you would lead with. Wow. And she did. So, I don't listen, I, like I said, zero to two, I don't know what I believe. It definitely has me questioning things a little bit more than when I got in there. Um, but that was really, really, really cool. She was hitting a lot of points, man. I don't know. Like, it got, it had me believing a little bit. Well, I was trying to figure out what her hit rate was, right? And I don't know if it was, like, 50-50, because there were definitely a lot of things that she said that I had no idea what she was talking about. And that doesn't yeah, mean that she... Yeah, there was a few ne- times you were like, eh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, she talked about... She, she brought a few names up that I that I didn't have any sort of connection to. And listen, maybe it's just because I didn't understand or couldn't put the connection together, which is definitely true, because there are a lot of things about my you know my family or my grandparents that I don't necessarily know in great detail that they might know or something or that she may be hearing from my from them so who knows but like I'm not going to sit here and say like that's really cool and if it's and it definitely made me feel really awesome afterwards because I'm like if that if there's even like a little glimmer of hope that that, that was him that's a really cool feeling to have but 
I don't know. And like I'd like to believe it's true, but I'm not going to it's going to take a few different times for me to to be to be anywhere close to a 10 freeze pops. Yeah, that's true. I also think too though Steve uh, Tom and I listened again to the entire hour and 8 minute recording. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not only did she nail the spirits around you, but a lot of the things projecting to your future mm-hmm. and your current life, especially with Maddie and your career, etc., seemed like she she nailed all that too. So I don't know how you're just kind of like meandering at a 2. Well, what specifically? Like what what, which part? Okay, well, like, for instance, she said, I see you working with two different guys. And she said, and one guy I see, you know, really open-minded, you know, kind of open to doing things differently. And the other one is very set in his ways and, <laughs> and likes to do things his way all the time. And obviously, for Tom and I, having worked with Ryan Rosillo and Will Kane, we're like, wow, yeah, Steve yeah, worked. That, that was pretty spot on. Yeah, like really intimately with both of those two guys in yep. recent memory, and that's exactly how each of them are. Yep, and you know what's actually a funny part of that too is she, at later, I believe, in that she was like, I'm getting like this Southern vibe or like conservative kind of thing. Like, what's that about? And I was like, well, I mean, I do work with a guy, Will Kane, who is, uh, you know, a known, <laughs> he's like the known conservative at ESPN, and he's from Texas, and he's very much in that sort of camp, and People love him or love him or hate him for it. So that's, I mean, she did, she did nail that sort of spot on. But again, I don't, I don't, you know, like th- these are things that could. So the the thing that's interesting to me is like I was talking with my fiance Maddie about it afterwards, obviously, and she was basically saying that was so specific to you, it wouldn't have been specific to me. So even if she if she was saying these things to to my fiance, they wouldn't make any sense, and they would, and they only really made sense to me. And Michelle, you had the same the same interaction like this stuff was very specific to you she told you about like things in your future that you didn't even realize were happening that did happen so oh, yeah I, I can't really explain away I can't I like I am I'm agnostic in real life like and I couldn't get the vibe like she had she had mentioned that she was very religious and I couldn't get the vibe if she was religious and the tarot cards have to do with God and all this stuff blah 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 and religion but not necessarily in like a Catholic or whatever specific way um but I don't know I just thought it, I I'm like I said, I'm agnostic, so I'm open to the idea that any of this stuff could could be possible, but I'm not necessarily buying into it. If that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I, I'm open to it. I, I I it would be great if it was true, but I'm not necessarily going you know diving headfirst saying, all right, I'm a, I'm a confirmed believer now. You know, one thing I was thinking, Rudy, that I wish I had texted you ahead of time. The 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 fact that she had the engagement ring on when you walked in is sort of a bummer because it would have been cool if she had been able to kind of like sense yeah. that without. Like, I, I almost texted you ahead of time, like, hey, maybe tell if Maddie's going, like, to not have the <laughs> well, I don't know. Am I, am I supposed to try to tr- – I didn't want to try to trick her, but I just didn't want right, to give her that any That would have been clues. a cool way to, like, I don't know, give her a little bit more cred, yeah. you know? Yeah, but, I mean, but, y- y- uh, you're right. And like I said, I, I mean – Michelle, like, was were, were all the things that she said to you positive? Because I felt like most of the no. things she said to me were very positive. And no. I was like, okay, is she just trying to make me feel better? Is she just trying to say, hey, your life's awesome, blah, 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 blah? Or, like, <laughs> is this a real thing that she's reading? And honestly, let's be honest. Like, what for, for those that don't understand, like, basically what happens is she takes, like, a deck of these tarot. Are they tarot? 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 Tarot. Tarot cards. And they basically have, like pictures on them right it's like jupiter pluto she was explaining to me like jupiter is like basically all the positive energy in your life and pluto is like the devil and all the negative energy in your life and she sort of balances based on what cards you pick but at the end of the day like isn't it just the i picked 10 cards like isn't it just luck it's literally just luck no it's where the universe is drawing you those are the cards that you that you're manifesting (laughs) so this is like a chicken or the egg thing then right so it's like either like i'm the one who's pulling these cards because the universe wants me to pull those cards or it's just like a random me pulling cards and that's what what i got you know right because she shuffled them it's literally the luck of the draw. No, right? he shuffles them. I do shuffle them. I do oh, shuffle them. Whatever. Yeah. I shuffle them, I split them twice, and I pick all ten cards. 
Right, but the cards that I picked that represent what's happening in my life wouldn't have applied to you. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? No, you're right. You're right. Uh, I mean, like the, the things that she said to me, even even some of the things that took months for them to happen, and I went back, you know, in advance of this podcast and listened to my hour and like twenty minute audio recording, and some of the things she said. Now looking back, I thought, wow. At the time, I thought, yeah, I don't really know, and it's all kind of come true. Like, for instance, she. She kept saying to me, you're going to you're moving west. And at that time, I didn't think I was moving at all. And if I did, I thought I was moving to New York. And I was like, yeah, not going west. (laughs) And she was like, no, you're she was very emphatic, like you're moving west. And then she kept saying, you know, this over and over. And then she's like, where are you from? And I said, St. Louis. And she goes, the gateway to the west. You're going you're going home. And I'm like, "Mm, maybe for Christmas. Like, not really. Um, Then she kept saying to me, something is changing. I see California. And I'm like, I don't know anyone that lives in California, really. And she was like, no, something big in your life is happening with California. I'm seeing California and Vermont. And obviously, Rosillo is tied to both of those things. And then he ended up going to California, which changed the dynamic of the show. So she was right there. Um, She... I don't really want to get into this, but absolutely nailed my relationship status at the time. Um, and at the and when I was there, I didn't. I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. And then it all played out exactly the way she told me. And then she said something to me that at the time I was like, yeah, I don't really know if that's going to happen. But she was like, someone in your inner inner circle is going to have a brush with death, and it's going to be really scary. But then I see like from that incredible happiness and positivity and i moved home on a tuesday and two days later someone in my major inner circle um had a heart attack and almost died and you know that's is like totally fine and healthy and everyone is like just feels so grateful that nothing happened um and she was right because i thought to myself you know None of my grandparents are ill. They're not that old. You know, like, I, I don't really know what she's talking about unless it's something shocking and tragic. And she was totally right. Yeah, that's really wild. I mean, it's that's bit, creepy. Right. So, so she nailed like several things for you. And obviously, like time will tell on mine and we can have a, maybe a, a couple months down the line podcast to see if some of this stuff mm-hmm. actually came true. Um, but listen, like I said, I'm open. I, I would I would 100% do it again. It was a, it was a blast. It's always fun to just like hear things about yourself or like whatever this person telling you what you think, what she thinks, or what the universe is telling you about your future. Um, but I mean, freeze pops. Like hearing hearing my thing through. Like you would be a believer. Okay. Yeah. So I was actually just about to say. I mean, hearing Michelle just then kind of spell that all out, and then hearing your thing last night knowing you the way I do and, you know, some personal stuff about you. Like, your thing last night seemed like everything made sense. And everything that happened to Michelle, like, really gives a lot of credence to this stuff. So it makes it way harder for me to say that it's all BS when she was really spot on with Michelle and everything I heard with you last night was something I'm like, wow, all of that... I just because I you know I I've known you for a while now and we've worked together and all of that stuff adds up um but at the same time I realized how ridiculous the whole thing is I mean just just before you started talking about what happened to you Michelle you were just talking about these planets and the cards and all that stuff like all of that stuff feels silly to me and I don't know if the card stuff is just like a way for people to tangibly 
be like, okay, this is why that person is saying that. Well, Whereas I think I'm more apt to believe that some people just have a really good sense of what's ahead and they just have really good gut feels and can just like kind of get on that level with people really quickly. And maybe that's just what those people are good at. Does that make sense? Well, so let me, so I talked to a couple guys, Nuno and Bubba at like who, who work on the Wilkane show with me afterwards about it. And I was explaining to them like the things she was saying and like, you know, how some of that was kind of spot on. A lot of it, I don't mean to be vague about a lot of it, but like some of it's personal and like career wise. I don't really want to talk about all of it specifically, but I will, you know, we'll share as much as we can. But, um, Nuno basically was like, well, why don't, why can't she, why can't she just ask your grandfather a question? Like, and that's a good point. Like why? So the way that she explained it to me is that she's not really necessarily being like, Hey, like, here's a question to my grandpa Kai, like, what's the answer? She described it as she's, like, listening in on conversations or can hear parts of things, and she only gets, like, a little, you know, a little grasp of what the bigger conversation is about. And that, to me, is interesting. It's like, okay, yeah, when Nuno's asking, why why can't she just, if she can hear them, why can't she just talk to them and ask them specific questions? Like, and that I don't have an answer to. That that I, I don't mm. know, you know? Like, why, is, is it intentionally vague because that's the way that they want it to be, or is that the only means of communication that she has with people who have passed on? Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, from you know listening to yours last night, it seemed more or less like she just could hear what they were conveying to her. Like the one thing she said about your grandpa was she talked about him loving sports and getting you into sports, and she was like, "He's so proud of you," and is like living vicariously through you <laughs> through this. You know what I mean? And yeah. if she would have said that to me about my grandfather, I'd be like, "Yeah, we didn't talk about sports at all." So no, that yeah. would not apply. But, but of you know, of course, like um, she, you know. Her saying to a guy about his grandfather, oh, like, yeah, he was into sports and that's – like, I would imagine that would hit on a big percentage of the population, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That so, might not be the so, best so example. That's why, that's why I wasn't super, like – I wasn't shook by that one. The donut thing I was shook by. And there were a couple other things, even the cook stuff. And, um, you know, she kept telling me, you know, big things are happening in August. Big things are going to happen in August. And I have no idea what's going to happen in August. So I guess we'll do a pod after August and figure this whole thing out and see if something <laughs> big happens. But Yeah, um, unless, unless you're just so big time by the time August comes. Based on what this lady that's was true. Saying, that's that true. We, I mean, we just like can't even get on your level. I mean, to talk to your publicist. She oh, basically right. was like, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're. She talked a lot about my career, a lot about that, and like how the trajectory is like sky high. It's going to be awesome. Like I should think about being on the air and all this stuff that I've sort of thought about, but have never really, you know, done yet. She basically told me to go do, and that it's going to be great. And she, she was like, you've learned from a lot of people, two people specifically. That's where she kept bringing up two people, and I'm like, okay, Will and Ryan, Will and Ryan, like that makes sense. I've worked with Will and Ryan for a while now, almost exclusively. Um, so th- those things definitely hit. But again, like most people have big decisions to make in their life. Like she's telling me, oh, I have a big decision, or like there's two things that are that, are, that you can be split on. Like that's that's that that describes a lot of the population. And maybe she's just really yeah. good at specifically, you know, tailoring it to make it sound like it was for me. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't like, that's why I said, that's why I'm a two and, and listen, maybe I'll do it again and it'll become more. Like I said, I could talk to this woman though forever. Like she was so cool as man. She was just like kind of vaping the whole time. Yeah. She and like I said, the but thing I respect the most. Yeah. yeah. Well, so that was another weird thing because we texted you this, Michelle, there was wedding music playing when, when we, when we got in, when we, when we, she has this playlist that just kind of goes and goes and goes for hours and hours and hours. And the fact that a wedding song was playing mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. early on when my fiance and I went, you know, 
to see her was was definitely a weird, weird coincidence, and that's something that didn't happen to you, Michelle. No, and she didn't know that Maddie was coming with you. Exactly. I just said Steve was coming, so it's not like that yep. could be preplanned either. Yep. So basically what I'm getting at is that you're just giving me a conservative two when it should really be like a seven, you should be and happy. I'm vindicated. I, I, I'm, I'm just, stubborn. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not higher. I'm stubborn and, and whatever. Like a two, I feel like is, a, is I went from a zero to a two. Like that's pretty, that, that, to me that's a lot. Maybe even a three, yeah. who knows, but... Like I, it has me questioning. It has me. It, I'm more open to the possibility that that it could be that, that it could be something more than just luck. You know what I mean, or a coincidence. Oh, cool. So I'm vindicated. You're, you're solid two five. Michelle, listen, it you're, it worked. Yeah, like it. I I I. I guess I couldn't go any lower than a zero. But yeah, like the whole thing. Like I don't. I, now I don't know what to believe. I don't know what to believe. I'd love to believe that I was that I was talking to my grandfather and my grandparents. I'd love. To, everybody would love to believe that. I, I don't I can't you know I, I can't say definitively oh yeah like I'm all in like you know Grandpa Kai thanks for having like thanks for the chat let's do it again next month but I'm more <laughs> open to it like I said so maybe you did win in that sense okay well one word for you Saruti donuts and with that I want to move on to the next thing that we wanted to talk about that was involved in our group text uh, this past week what is IHOP doing. Well, or IHOP now. So for those that haven't seen the story, IHOP, International House of Pancakes, you know, very, very recognizable brand. Your I feel brand- like Freeze Pops is a, is a huge IHOP guy. Are you? No, no, I'm a big Denny's guy. Oh, Denny's. Grand Slam. Yeah, totally. The Grand Slam, which no. is my, is my I, thing. Totally. IHOP is way better than Denny's. So. Oh, well, not oh, anymore. So IHOP, known literally for pancakes somehow got a group of people together in a room and said, you know what we need to do? We need to totally abandon pancakes and we need to go all in on burgers. But they're not abandoning pancakes though, right? But as far as their marketing campaign, they literally changed their name from IHOP to IHOB and it's now International <laughs> House of Burgers. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily the worst thing in the world. It gets you publicity. They're still making pancakes. People can still go over there for breakfast and get whatever they want. But now there's like this new market of people that they might get to get burgers. Like, listen, I'm not going to eat a burger there. But who knows? Maybe people are going to be like, let me check out the International House of Burgers. Like, I'm interested. And it's going to get them more business. No. Just trying to broaden their horizons, Michelle. No, no one is going to be like, mm, you know where I want to go for a burger? A pancake place. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's fair. It's a, it's a fair, it's a fair thing to say. And you know what else? I can't believe these people who probably make way more money than all of us combined are in a room and they're like, you know what this market is lacking? Fast food burgers. Cheap, cheap, affordable burgers okay, is what the market Michelle, in America were we is talking, lacking. Were we, we were not talking about IHOP before this. And now everyone's talking about IHOP or IHOP. Yep. Now sure, everyone is. But now so I'm talking about an annoyance, but not, not about fluffy get, pancakes. Even if you're not going to get a burger... You're, you're you're more likely to just go to IHOP now. Like IHOP's on the front of your mind. Like okay, no. I'll, I'll check it out. I'll st- I want to get some. St- I love their stuffed French toast. I'll go get some stuffed French toast. <laughs> no. I want a burger, but you know what? They still do serve breakfast. And if I'm interested in the burger, I'll go get the burger. No, Steve. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm gonna go get a burger this week. From of IHOP. course you will. Of yeah, you, you would. Will. You would. <laughs> For me, before if you said IHOP, I'd be like, oh my god, f- amazing pancakes, a variety of syrups, a, like you know, funny face pancake, like a great place to go with your fam. You know love IHOP. Now you say IHOP and I'm like, ugh, remember when they did that terrible burger rebrand? Gross. Yeah, but you're still going to go get breakfast there because it's banging. No, I think I'm going to hop to Denny's and get some protein mm. and hash browns in yeah. my life. That's petty. That's Grand petty. Sandwich. I respect that because I'm petty and that's really petty. Tom, I feel <laughs> like you loved this. Now, yeah, so I, I mean, I at first I came in hot against it, <laughs> but then I thought about it and it's, it's important to note that it's a temporary rebrand. So they're just doing it to drum up interest, and it mm-hmm. completely worked. So, I mean, they are going to get a spike in business over the next week or so of people just getting burgers. Like, I hope that they stocked up. I hope they didn't just 
throw this name out there and didn't send a bunch of frozen burgers to their IHOPs all over the place. Um, I'm going to go. I know a few of my friends are going to go. I may Instagram live it, so uh, tune into the Instagram. What's your Instagram uh, handle? Uh, it's the same as my Twitter, at your boy TC Fresh. Of course. <laughs> Got to keep it on brand. <laughs> so on brand for exactly. you. You know what? I actually so, think we call you Freeze Pops. We should really start working in a TC Fresh every now and again. Yeah, come on, guys. It's it's a it's a brand on multiple levels. I wish we could, no, I wish this this podcast was the rated R podcast so we could share the other nickname that we have for you. Oh, oh my god, god. no, god. never, because then I'd have to relive that. <laughs> Add moment. us with all your guesses. That's 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 what we. <laughs> Tom, I'll retweet it if you guess it. Actually, if you get if okay, so I will. No, no one is going to get. That. No, it's impossible. I'll give you as much of a hint as I possibly no, can. No, no hint. No, 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 hint, no, no. Because no, no just listen. No hint. People listen to this thing, Michelle. Just give me a chance to explain. <laughs> All right, okay. you got to well, trust me here. It's such a good nickname. You got to, you got, you got to trust me here, Tom. So okay, I'll, uh, okay. Tom, Steve, and I, as you can tell, are very close. We have we have a very comfortable relationship with one another. We work to. I don't think people really understand when you work on a show unit. You guys are together all the time from the second you get in until the second you leave and then you're constantly emailing and texting like they become the people you work with on a show unit whether it's radio or tv become a huge huge part of your life so you get very comfortable sharing a lot of personal information with them fairly <laughs> soon so um oh, i hate this as I you can <laughs> as you can tell from from the different personalities between tom steve and i tom is the most um i don't know just you you just let it fly. You don't really care. You don't really think about like, oh, is this going to offend someone or should I not say this? You just you just go with it. You're very yeah. open. So I think it's a very fair assessment. I tell a story. Should I say what the what it was? What my what, I don't I don't really remember what your story was that I don't either, that yeah. spurred me telling this other thing that gave me this information. Well, so I, told, I I'm going to say no. I told a story about a movie. And then Tom followed oh, up with okay. his own story about a movie, and it yep, was disgusting. It was a disgusting no, you story. No, you say it was disgusting. That's enough information. All right, all right. Well, anyway, based on Tom's story about, can I say what the name of the movie was? Sure. <laughs> we were ta- <laughs> we were talking about. Bet, you know what? No, no. Oh, oh come, come on. on! I'm right. Let me say it. It's no. right there, out there. I'm just gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. It's your podcast. It's a date movie. Like, it's, it's our not hard podcast. To out. Okay, the movie was the Notebook. Well, Take I'm gonna get an angry text later. So <laughs> no, you're not because you didn't tell the story. But anyway, Tom then told us a story, and then I gave him a nickname based on that story, and yeah. it has stuck. But only yep. in an N- it's NSFP, not safe for the podcast. <laughs> It's definitely not safe for the pod. Yeah, basically, the, the what you guys need to know is that I have the thickest skin of of anyone. So you know, I'm just a punching bag here. So it's fine. I take it. You're also the it's, most it's, open. Yeah, I'm yeah. You sure invited would, sure upon I would yourself that story. Yeah, that's fair. That is fair. I I invite it, but I respect degree. you for it. That's what I like about you. Yeah, me too. You are unabashedly you at all times. But you know what, Tom? That's a story I could have for sure lived my life without. <laughs> No, I loved it. I'm, I'm, you I'm all loved for it. it. <laughs> you <laughs> loved it, Michelle. You loved it. I think that's when I was like, okay, what? It was that was fairly early too in our tenure working together, and I think I was like, all right, what am I in for with this one? 
Um, okay, oh, so God. before I let you guys go, because I know that... I had more IHOP thoughts, but I, I completely forgot. Okay, uh, I I'm forgot gonna, I'm put the, what I had to say. I was going to say, I'll put the timer on, and you can give one minute of an IHOP take if you want. You want to do that? Um, nope, because I literally am so shook right now that I will screw it up like I screwed up my wire take a few weeks ago. So That's a good call. You did screw that up. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna just take, one I'm of the worst takes of all time. Out. I might, I might tweet out some IHOP thoughts later. And your Twitter handle? <laughs> At your boy TC Press. I know, okay. Yeah, look for those <laughs> hot IHOP takes later. <laughs> Fire takes. Um, okay, so before I let you guys go, I need your help. I, I really, really, really do. And I know that you guys can help me. And I know, Saruti, you're, you're going to make fun of me for this for sure. Um, but I, you know, am new to the podcast hosting game. And e- even though we did the post-show pod, I feel like, you know, it was different. We, we ended it differently. Like, now I always have to record and end you know, like a tag at the end of this and thank everyone for listening. And I never know how to end it. I'm so awkward. I'm like, all right, bye. Thanks. <laughs> Until next time. See you later, guys. And I'm like, do I need a catchphrase? Like, what do I do? How do I end this thing every week without sounding like such a dork? Well, I would say that I. it depends on what the catchphrase is for me if it's a hit or a miss, right? I always really liked when reality would do we're on a 23-and-a-half-hour break because I just think that's really clever yeah. and funny. Mm-hmm. And then there are some that I won't name that I hate. Uh, most of them I probably hate. So if you're going to do it, it needs to be really creative, funny, and short. You know, it can't yeah. be something that nobody gets. It's just got to be like a – and I think it has to be somewhat natural too. Like I feel like a lot of people try to throw in ones that aren't natural because they're trying mm. – like I always think about this, like guys who – like if they're calling a game, like a play-by-play broadcaster, whether or not they have a call ready for a specific moment or if it's just generic and, they, and they're and they so good and they make it up in the moment and it's awesome. So I, I, I don't like the pre-planned thing. I like it being more natural. So for my college radio show, I also struggled with this back in the day. And I came up with a catchphrase, and you guys are just going to kill me oh, today. But oh, I can't we're, wait. we're already here. I... So uh, at the end of my college radio show, for three and a half years, my catchphrase at the end would say, Good night, Boston. Original. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, like, really what? disappointed. That's not a catchphrase. That <laughs> is... no, no, that's how it ended. Also, that's like a... Like, oh, yeah, tune in next week. Uh, listen to me this next is... week. I, it was the end that's of the night. Rip say, off. All right, good night, Boston. You ripped off Kornheiser's Good Night Canada. Oh, see, I didn't even put two and two together. Oh, there, sure you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> I did it. Story. Convenient. I, I, oh, yeah. I did it, but I knew it was corny, and I was just like, I need something to end the show with, and I got ripped by my friends in college for it, and... Uh, and yet you continued. So basically... Well, I did, but <laughs> what I'm saying is don't settle on something really corny and obvious. Like, definitely just let it come natural. Like, don't just start doing one this week or next week yeah. and continue with it. Just kind of see how it works, and maybe eventually you have, like, what Jimmy Kimmel does at the end of his show every night with the Matt Damon thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. maybe that'll eventually come. So, uh, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> Should I just say goodnight, Boston? <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> See, that actually would be really funny. I mean, you'd have to, everyone. <laughs> Good night, who, Boston. Who joined that would in. Be super, super inside, and I love it. Yeah, I was going to say, everyone who joined in from the next pot on would be like, doesn't she live in St. Louis? Like, what? <laughs> like, that I would remember. Be really funny. Short story, like, I remember, like, there are intro ones, too. Like, Greeny obviously had the back and better than ever, which was, a, a, you know, a pretty big success for them, and, you know, was, like, a big part of their show. He did it every day. And, 
you know, I remember when I was doing a, a like a World Cup podcast four years ago, I would always open with like some. So, and tell, and tell me if this is if, if this is lame or not. It might be, but I would always open with like we are back, like, and then compare it to something else. Like I don't know, like Selena Gomez into Justin Bieber's DMs. You know what I mean? Like oh, something like good. that. That's good. But it's something else. Yeah. Like, or if like a new Star Wars, <laughs> I'd be back like the new Star Wars movie or something Ooh, like good. that. That's good. It's kind of lame. I could go I mean, either way on it. Though. I look back and I'm like, was that cool or was I just being a loser? No, I think it's, it's good. I'll have to ask the gypsy if it worked out. I like that it changes every week. So people are like, ooh, what is Steven? Be back Yeah, it was always week. like a joke. It was a new thing every week, but a play on the same kind of thing. I don't know. I feel like that's something you could do too, though. Like have have like a joke or something at the end that, you know, like Levitard Show ends their, tries to end all their segments on, with jokes, right? Like that's kind of cool. I like that. Yeah. But I mean... I don't know. I was just I was talking to Chris Biles, who pr- produces with me here in St. Louis, and I was like, I don't, you know, I don't want it to be like, thanks for listening to Small Talk, where the talk may be small, but you know, the takes yeah. are big. Don't, yeah, that that would actually be awesome if you did it ironically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but now I think I can't ever not say goodnight, Boston. I like goodnight, Boston. <laughs> I like. I do. Oh like that. my god! I knew I'd get ripped for that. Yeah, I. That's. I can't believe you thought that was a catchphrase and that it was unique in any way. No, I de- didn't, definitely didn't think it was unique. Okay, okay. Um, but I honestly didn't put the Kornheiser thing. Like, Surity, no one has ever put that out there before. So that's yeah. really interesting. No. You, you and I think it, it's so. because, uh, so I when I used to watch PTI, I would DVR it, and the last two seconds of the show would always cut out. So I never even really saw him no. say that. that See, much. I love that. Good night, Canada, and he waved the flag. That's really funny. Yeah, so good. Great. Yeah, I love it. I don't have the visual aspect here, so I'll really, I'll marinate on it. But until we come up with a better solution, you guys marinate on it too. And until we come up with a better solution, the buffer goodbye. Tweet us, tweet us, tweet us what you what you yes. think the close of the show should be. Yes, uh, you know, at your boy TC Fresh Sarudi. How can people find you? At SJ Sarudi, what's up? What's, what's up? And you can find me at M small M two worst Twitter handle in the history of the universe. I've reached out to Twitter many times, asking them to change it because um a bot has Smallman and M. Smallman, which is very upsetting. That sucks. So to all the people that work at Twitter that love this pod, help me out. Anyway, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. We'll talk in two weeks. And Saruti, I mean, let me know if anything happens from now until then that the gypsy foretold. Hey, that's the thing, too, is like if some of the stuff starts coming true, like I, that two could be a three to a four to a five. I mean, who knows? Like if stuff starts coming true, I'm going to be more of a believer. <laughs> Yeah, Rudy, I might text you about some career proposition stuff. I might need to latch on. Yeah, you do, because things are uh, skyrocketing up, according to the gypsy. (laughs) Tom, (laughs) Tom, if you, we'll end it on this. If you go to Connecticut to visit anyone soon, let me know, and I will personally set you up with the gypsy. Yeah, I think I have to at this point. Yeah, you can't be the only member of the Post Show Pod Squad that hasn't gone. Yeah, I really have no choice, so we'll be in touch on that. All right, you guys are the best. We'll talk soon. Later. All right. All right. Here comes the awkward outro that I struggle with every week. Thanks to Saruti. Thanks to Freeze Pops. Thanks to all of you guys for listening. Again, if you haven't done it yet, head to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, leave a glowing review of Small Talk if you like it. If you don't, just stay away from the review section. You don't really need to do that. But if you've made it this far in the podcast, I'm going to go ahead and guess that you're enjoying it. But until next week, good night, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.